You know that age between 28 and 31 where you're like, WTF is going on? Yeah, that's your Saturn return. My name is Court and I'm here to spill the tea on what all this means astrologically. And let's be honest, I need to figure out how to make it through my own Saturn return because, whoa, am I right? Expect real stories from real people who have already been through this life-changing transit. You'll hear little nuggets from me and my diary that I've kept over the past few months. Plus, I'll interview others who have passed this phase already and are on to the next series of their life. So grab your iced coffee and get your diary. Prep yourself because Saturn is always listening. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Saturn Return Diaries podcast. My name is Courtney. I'm your host. Thank you, everyone, for returning and coming and saying hello over on Instagram. I've been loving talking to you guys and saying hey and hearing your feedback. It's always so nice, obviously, when we're recording. I have no idea who's listening. (laughs) So when you come and say hello and tell me what you think, it honestly makes a huge difference. Um, So thank you so much for doing that. I'm excited today because I get to chat with someone who, um, you know, I low key was just creeping on online and, you know, I put out this opportunity of like, Hey, if you want to be on the podcast, like here it is. And so universe delivers. So without further ado, let's get into the pod. Hello. Welcome. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm super excited that you're here. Um, it's super funny actually, because I, <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm like, I know everyone's Instagram handle and I know your I got five on tarot like that. I'm like, I know, I knew, I know that. And I know it's so weird. The world we live in that we know each other's Instagram handles. I know it's, I'm always worried about that. The Instagram handle. Cause it's like, so when I chose it in like, Oh my God, it's my business name. It's so long. And I'm like, I the, the email's worse so <laughs> we can relate people we yeah had, back in the day with like our old emails it was like I think I had like um hottie girl you know like just the <laughs> it's not that my bad cousin, my cousins I always remember my cousins I think it was like angel baby yeah. underscore 69 like oh. <laughs> so bad mine was finch underscore 44 because 44 is fours have always been my number yeah. And Finch was like an emo band that I liked that. at the time. Exactly. The nostalgia is here. What a great yes. way to start off this podcast. Right? By the way, everyone, we're recording this on the new moon in Cancer. You are going to be hearing it uh, closer to the full moon in Capricorn. But this is when we're recording today. So the nostalgia is real. <laughs> anyway, let's get into this episode. So I always, I always start off with saying, who are you? I want to hear your um, description and, you know, tell us your name, tell us where you live if you want, where you're located, but also more than what you do, more than your business. Who are you? Oh, Oh, wow. That is a deep, deep question. My name is Diana. Um, You can call me D. That's what a lot of people call me. Um, So I live in Toronto. I am, yes, I am a a tarot reader, a psychic medium. Um, I read the Akashic records as well. Oh, and yeah, I do a whole bunch. <laughs> See, I told you, Jack of all trades, master of none. Um, I, <laughs> yeah. I um, am also teaching psychic development, mm. and um, I, 
I also do photography on the side and as well as have a product business. I'm a busy, busy girl. And I was, um, you know, teaching children for like 15 plus years uh, an ECE. So like I worked with kindergarten and, and daycare and in the school board. Yeah. And so that's kind of, that's, that's the career part, but like, who am I? I am a Pisces moon through and through mm. 110%. Um, that's, that's, yeah, that's who I am. Sorry about the sirens. I live in the city, everyone. So enjoy this yeah. little <laughs> hello there. Um, I am a lover of if anybody follows my page, they know I love Halloween and horror movies, horror movies, um, sci-fi. I'm kind of a nerd that way when it comes to that kind of stuff. I, I know really useless uh, facts and information about said movies that nobody ever asks for, but for some reason I know it. Um, I I also, yeah, I am all, it's so weird to talk about yourself. Um, it is, yeah. <laughs> That's why I do it to people. I'm like, I know it's uncomfy. Like, I'm like, no, I'm very much, uh, very much a dreamer, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Very, like I said, very Piscean. Um, and I'm sure you'll see my chart, <laughs> but that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's how, I guess that's how I am in real life. Um, I'm very, what you see online is, is me. That's, you know, I love um, yeah, all swearing and all, and all the loving, you know, all the things, but um, yeah, okay. and I'm a big animal lover. Amazing. Oh, yes. I love that so much. Yes. I feel like that's also very Pisces moon. Is oh, like, yeah, I, I'm like anything. the, like, like Ace Ventura in public. I'm just <laughs> like, when you're, <laughs> come to me, my animal friend. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, I'm obsessed. That's I know, it's so funny. Yeah. Um, okay. So we, this is a great way to segue into this, but now sure. I would love to know your big three. Oh, okay. This is interesting. Uh, my big, my big three are Aries. So I'm an Aries sun, Pisces moon and Scorpio rising. Mm, okay. And tell us how, how you relate to that, if at all. Oh, okay. This, oh, I love these questions. This is great. Um, so <laughs> It's interesting because like Aries, I feel like I, I, I feel like I'm a blend of everything, but Aries only comes out, uh, for certain things. So like work-wise, I'm very much an Aries, um, like my work ethic and, you know, I don't, I've never actually, when they're like, yeah, Aries are leaders. And I was like, I don't know. I never really mm. thought of myself as like a, in a leadership type of role, but like, I, maybe, I don't know. It's, okay. um, yeah, that's, it's something that I, I think that's my own thing that I've like grappled mm -hmm. with was like, am I, I, but yeah, maybe because I've always kind of just done my own thing and not really followed other people. Um, so that's the Aries part. Um, I'm, don't think I'm stubborn, but like, I don't think I'm stubborn, but I don't know if other people, I don't think I'm stubborn or, or hard headed or have a hard time apologizing. I, I like over apologize. So there's that like Pisces. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah, the airy stuff comes out when for certain things, but I, I do very much feel like the, 
my moon sign with like the intuitive side and the psychic side and like mm-hmm. the super dreamy and lovey-dovey and like that that is that is very much me like picking flowers and putting it in my hair and like running through a field like oh. I'm in a tampon commercial having a great time <laughs> you know which ones I'm talking about yes listen nobody is ever having that much fun on their period <laughs> no they're not that is for sure especially if it's day one <laughs> no it's just not happening I don't know who Sorry, did that marketing not, I don't yeah like I, I don't know who who thought that would like appeal <laughs> to women between the ages of like I don't know 11 and so on it just yeah False but anyway advertising for sure I bet you it was a Pisces that made that commercial 110% <laughs> like we're gonna have women just like dancing in a field having a great time in the flowers and everyone's like okay cool yeah reality sets in no um I love that though I feel like yeah I can pick up on that Pisces moon for you for sure and like just the way you described all of that even like being the dreamer the sensitive you know or not even sensitive but just like connecting to the emotion in what it is that you're experiencing things like picking that flower up and being that in a dreamy state um but also like this raw humor that you're expressing right now I'm like there's that Aries, but also is that Aries? Yes, but then also the sarcasm or like that sarcastic energy and that dark humor comes through Scorpio rising. A hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. And I also get that from my father. He's very like mm-hmm. sarcastic, like quick sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Um I, like I do that. relate to the Scorpio rising as well, like the witchy. I didn't know at first someone explained that to me, but and they're like oh, this makes total sense. And I was like, okay, what does it mean? This was like a couple of years ago. And they're like, oh, um, Scorpio, like Scorpio risings are like mysterious and witchy. And I was like, okay, like the witchy occult stuff. I'm like, I, I don't, it's, it's weird. I don't know if we ever think of ourselves how other people see us, but I'm like, I don't feel like, I wish I was mysterious, but like, I don't think I am at all. Um, but the intense like eyes like so my thing is I don't like to make direct eye contact with people um that I don't know Mm. specifically because I feel like when I even people I do know sometimes like if I look at you long enough and like tap in I can see everything Mm. and I know that's like a a Scorpio rising kind of thing with the like intense you know totally intense emotions yeah and that like the eyes are literally a gateway to the soul and so mm-hmm. obviously if you're somebody who's already very like tuned in and and obviously you have your pisces moon that is just extra heightened right like that's the double the energy i don't know if you know this but i don't know why you would but i have a pisces <laughs> rising and a scorpio moon so oh yeah so we're reverse we're reverse so it's quite oh. interesting in terms of um I relate a lot to that energy as well uh so yeah anyway I love that we covered that I don't know if you know this or not some of the listeners or people who've been on the podcast before have shared this but do you know your human design oh my god yes but I cannot <laughs> Can I, remember? I don't remember all of it. I just, oh. no, I know I'm a generator, but okay. I don't know if this, if I'm saying this correctly, but like heart centered or something or open heart or something with the heart. Something with the heart. <laughs> yeah. Got a heart. Yeah. yeah. It was something, it was something with the heart being like super 
open. Like, wide open, but I was a, a generator, but it had okay. something to do with like a heart connection. Somebody out there, whenever you're listening to this, <laughs> somebody's going to be like, I, I know what that is. And they're, they're going to yeah, be please like, please tell me. Yeah. Cause I know this now. Um, I'm very new to human design as well, but I know that some people are like, Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. So I, I always try to put that one in there just to please our human design people. Um, but that's awesome. I'm really glad that we covered all of that. I feel like we've already gotten to know parts of you and now we're going to obviously go into more. Everyone comes here for the Saturn return stories. Um, and I have to laugh because you've said it twice now. The first one was when <laughs> I was looking at the form and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is hilarious. The first word it's like, uh, the question I ask is, have you been through your Saturn return? And you're like, yeah, it was a shit show. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm like, mom. We need to know. <laughs> yeah, we need to know. So, okay. Do you want me to start talking about it? Now? <laughs> yeah. Well, I always say, always prompt. So number one, do you know what your Saturn sign is in? Yes. Scorpio. Which is so wild because you have a Scorpio rising. Oh, and actually, yeah, let's just, let me just take a little peek here um, before we go into it further. But in the chart that I have here, your Saturn is in the 12th house. Does that feel right to you? Yes. Okay. <sighs> Whoa. Okay. I, oh, no. <laughs> I love this. No, I love this. Selfishly, I have Saturn in the 12th house as well. So I haven't met a lot of people who also have this. It's in a different sign, but it's just so interesting to hear other people and what happened for them during that time. Um, but I really, really like this. Saturn in Scorpio is big energy and you also have it retrograde. So sometimes um, that can show up in ways of, especially with Scorpio, it can be like, authority, like aversion to authority or kind of like going against and doing your own thing, um, which you kind of already mentioned that you do. So I'm curious how that showed up. We can dive in. Oh God. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, yeah. the, the whole theme, the whole theme of Saturn and Scorpio is deep. So I'm, I am excited to hear what you have to say about it, but before we go into the actual Saturn in Scorpio, take us back to like, I always go back a little bit in time. So around the age of 27 is sort of when we see the preempt happen for the Saturn return. And so I'm curious if you can remember, or if there was anything that was significant that came up around that time that you'd want to share with us. Oh, yes, there was. Oh God. I don't want to. Oh, okay. Um, so around that time I was dating someone for well, we'll get to that after because okay. to the actual Saturn return, because it's connected to that. But I was dating someone at the time, long distance who lived like three hours away from me. Um, so there was, yeah, there was a lot of like going back and forth um, to see this person, but like also feeling isolated because, you know, the weekends were the only time that I could try and see them. So then I was missing out on things with my friends and like that thing. And I was, I've always been kind of, I feel like I've always been super balanced when it came to like spending time with friends and then like spending time with your, you know, significant other and like having that like me time. But I, I really feel like I didn't have it at that time. Also, like I was working at, at a kind of toxic, what was I 27 when I was working at that toxic place? 
where oh, were gosh. you working around? Oh, okay. Let me go back in, in time. Um, what was I? Cause like, this is like, this is a long time ago. I'm 39 now. So it's love like, it. Yeah. Go, jogging the men's go, going back. And I was, Oh, okay. Now I remember I went to university late, like really, really late, which is fine. Um, so I was doing an, an internship for free. Oh yes. This is, this all makes sense of the shit show. So I wasn't getting paid for that. And then I was working part-time at a childcare center in Toronto um, but was still living in Vaughn at the time. So there was like that as well. And then, and then I was like going to school full time. And then I was working at a Halloween store. Um, so wow. the energy, the energy was like all over the place. I felt um, very, very, now that I know what grounding is very, very ungrounded. Um, very like, I would say codependent and I can say that now that I've like to work through a lot of stuff um, and yeah. codependent in the way of like always just like feeling I, I had to like lean on people or I mm. you know it's like either one way or the other is like I don't ask for help and I'm really quiet or then I'd be like I need this like I need you know what I mean and I but it's also because I I didn't I didn't know what boundaries were growing up and I didn't learn that in way later um, into adulthood. So I can sit back now and look at it. And that's why I say it was a shit show because it's just like, I felt like my emotions were all over the place. Um, okay. You know? Yeah. Sorry. That's like, that's, that's like no, the gist of it. No, that's, that's really good. And just to like hear, you know, the, the preempt to kind of what was going on. So what I'm hearing you say is that like during the time of kind of leading up to your Saturn return, there's probably a lot of different things going on. Like obviously if you were going to school also for people who don't know, like Toronto and Vaughn, like that's, that's a commute, right? Yeah. It's yeah. a commute. Yeah. And then I was the person I was seeing lived in London. So I was living in like okay. Vaughn. So oh my it gosh. was like, yeah, it was, I was yeah. like always in my car. Okay. Always. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. This is really good to know. So that like, a word that you used as well that is interesting is feeling isolated, but then also codependent. So um, something that Saturn teaches us is boundaries and um, he kind of puts limitations on things. So it sounds like there was a bit of a scattering happening to try and get oh, yeah. you to then understand like what you want for you. Now I could be wrong, but we'll see where the story goes. <laughs> um, so I guess like after that, so, so take us back. You're working in um 50 yeah. different jobs okay a couple different jobs I love that you're yeah. working in a Halloween store though that it was just short of, yeah but short that's kind of cool but, oh I loved it I loved it um I actually wanted to I, I wish I wouldn't have done so well at work because they didn't want to move me they wanted me to stay they're like oh you can stay in accessories because like sales are doing really great but I'm like oh, guys come on I'm like, they didn't know. I could say this now, whatever. I used to tell people, I'd whisper to people and be like, come here. And people would be like, what? And I'd be like, don't buy this costume here. And they'd be like, are you kidding me? I'm like, no, 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 listen, I'm going to help you. I'm like, here are the accessories that you need. And then I would tell them where to go, but put it together because my mom was, you know, really big on making our Halloween costumes or like building them. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> 
that creative Pisces energy. I love that so much. That's so good. <laughs> what? Um, just telling people this. Yeah, it's like, like, hey, you can sure DIY over this. here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what I did there. Yeah. That's so cool. I feel like there's probably, you know, obviously you said you're really into Halloween. And if you do um like follow D over on Instagram, you can literally see how Halloween <laughs> plays into your life. It's really cool, actually. I love your brand. You. Um, so anyway, now the, the, you're feeling this ungroundedness. You're kind of like, I guess, like floating in this space of between your friends, you know, p- feeling pulled. So then what happens next? Like, what is the next kind of path, I guess, you're lead, leading down? <laughs> really crappy one. Um, oh. No, it, it just, it was just a really hard time. And it was also, I can, again, I can see it now always like overextending myself for for people and not my I'm not talking about the super super close core group of mine like no I will you know do anything for them I'm talking about like those random friends that you meet and you think that oh my god we're great friends even though you haven't been friends with them for that long but you like get along so well so fast and then somewhere along the lines you realize that you are just completely overextending yourself for these people are like depleted by people um, you know, emotionally dumping on you. Um, Mm. and again, to preface, this is not like close people I had in my life. These are like the acquaintance friends, right. That you would like, I'm trying to think of an example. There's this, this one girl I met one time when I was like working, um, at the child, a childcare center in Toronto. And she was like a nanny. And then her and I hit it off and we were just like hanging out a lot. And because when I moved to Toronto, which, we'll get to when we get to the Saturn return, because that's when that happened. Um, I, I would just, I don't know. I was just like hanging out with these people and I'm just like, why am I here? Like, I don't even think that these people value me or care about me. Um, and that's like, that was the isolating part. And that, again, that's more at my Saturn return, but this was kind of like leading up to it, like Mm -hmm. fair weather friendships essentially Mm -hmm. and those affecting me because as you know a I guess double water sign it's my I feel everything Mm -hmm. on a super intense um level and I'm not I and I'm I'm sure you can relate to that as well Mm -hmm. um and you feel crazy sometimes because you're like people do other people feel the same way that I'm feeling because I'm just like fucking feeling everything Mm. and you know some people understand that and then some people don't and like I I remember those friendships the ones that you know didn't work out me being really hard on myself because it was just kind I always would like to blame myself for things I don't (laughs) I feel like that's a childhood thing um that I've worked through a lot but at the time it's just like you know it's just I think it's just because i was absorbing not only my emotions, but everyone else's around me. And I didn't know what that was at the time. I just, and I was, I always felt like that. I've always Mm. um, felt like that. This is so good. There's a lot of parallels in terms of like certain things that I I feel like I've probably experienced uh, leading up to my Saturn return that you're talking about. I'm like, oh yeah, like that's, I also noticed that in, in mine, but I've also heard other people who've come on the podcast talk a lot about friendship changes 
um, and the dynamic of self changing. So, which obviously would change your friends. And you just mentioned like valuing the self. So this idea of like, do I value myself or like what, who am I yeah. with? Yeah. And it was just like, and, and I guess this is like the airy side of like, it's very easy for me to make friends and meet people. Mm-hmm. I'm super social and chatty. You know, I used to get in trouble for talking too much in school, <laughs> but, 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 you know, I just, and my mom is like that. So it's just like, I'm just like talking to people and it's obviously because you can feel like the connection with others. Um, but, you know, what I find tends to happen <laughs> with people who are like empathic um, or like just super aware and emotional and connected is that sometimes we tend to attract people who are wounded. And that's what I went through at that time between like 27 to 29, maybe even a little bit into like early thirties. But it stopped there. It was just like every time attracting these, again, it's, it's interesting because I've had like this close core group of friends. Like some of my friends are from, my elementary school that I've been friends with since then, my best friends, and then one of my other best friends I met in 2007. Um, but aside from that core group, it's like all the other extra, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Friends that you randomly meet. Um, there were a lot of repeated patterns and I had to mm-hmm. like take a step back one day and be like, okay, this is like the same situation, like five fucking times. Like how many times does this have to happen for me to learn something from it? And then I eventually did, but it was just kind of me wanting to be a caretaker and wanting to help, you know, mm-hmm. which happens sometimes. Mm, yeah, that's really, really good. You actually have, um, so Saturn is in your 12th house, but you have Pluto in your 11th house. Um, and Pluto in Libra. So this is interesting because the 11th house rules are greater groups or like our friendships. So um, it can be those bigger groups of people like you were talking about because it's in Libra. Libra is a sign of partnership. And so relationships are really important to you. But the thing that's interesting is that Pluto is in this area of your chart, which anytime like Pluto is in an area, it does call for a lot of transformation, but I don't necessarily think you would have felt I mean maybe throughout your life like you would have had powerful experiences within relationships but because Saturn is so close to your Pluto um, just in a different sign it feels like when you were about to go through your Saturn return first you went through Saturn on your Pluto which changed the dynamics in your friendships which then would have started to move down and then greet your Saturn return after that oh my god that's sounds like wild. a treat. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like so much fun. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so interesting because like I literally have Saturn in my 12th house and I also had, I don't have Pluto in my 11th, but Pluto was moving, like transiting over my 11th. And I used to live in Ontario. I'm from Ontario and I moved in 2013. So naturally, obviously your groups of friends are going to change when you move. Right. Of course. Um, but even through that, like going to all these different places that I went through, I went to your groups of friends change. Like I have Pluto in the 11th is like change of friends. Like 
yes, meeting different people, transforming. It's almost like you transform through friendship, which is massive. Right. And so that coming up to right before your Saturn return, let's, let's talk about that now. So, um, you're going into your Saturn return now and, uh, where are you at? What are you doing at around the age of 29, 30? Well, okay, so this is, so at 29, Mm -hmm. and I looked up the calculator, I think it was like October something is when it was like, I guess that's when the Saturn return started. Mm -hmm. Prior to that, in about the summer is when I had broken up with that person that I was dating before, and I had dated them for four years, um, and then I broke up with them. And then after I broke up with them, that August, I moved to um, is it August? No, November. That November I moved to Toronto. So like in my own place by myself, you know, I'm an Italian girl. So I was living at home with my parents while I was going to school, which thanks mom, dad for keeping me there and everything. Um, just want to say thank you. Uh, but but, you know, you have this newfound freedom of like never being on your own before. It's like, I can go to the store at 11 o'clock at night and no one's asking me where I'm going. I didn't do that. But, you know, I was like, I could. So, but it was like, it was an adjustment. And it was, again, that isolating and lonely feeling. It's like, and not having any friends in the city and then making these friends, like you said, that 11th house energy. Um, and that's what I mean. It's like, I always had that core group of friends of mine, but then I was like meeting all these outside circles of mm-hmm. people. And like, I don't talk to any of them anymore because they just wasn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't good. And it's not like I was doing bad shit or anything. It was just like, not good for me mentally and emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I almost, well, I'll say it. I'm pretty sure I had a nervous breakdown in university writing my thesis like I I developed um panic attacks um that so there was like a whole bunch of stress with that um and I think that's also around the time uh, that my grandmother passed away as well so there was like a lot there was a lot of there was a lot of stuff at in a short span of time it was break up move to Toronto um grandmother dies like a month later and then all this other stuff and it was just like that it was like a year of being single right because I hadn't been single in over four years and then just meeting like after like this is like the best way I can describe it honestly yeah Yeah. oh and I have stories but like I'm not gonna like if you ever want to if you ever want to know, just message me. I'll tell you. You'll be like, oh, wow. And I'm like, yeah. So, yeah. Dating with Diana? Dating with Diana. <laughs> dating with Diana. So yeah. It's going to be great. <laughs> dating dating tarot. Um, dating and tarot stories. <laughs> Dude, oh, my God. I love that. That's actually great. Oh, my God. You just literally gave me an idea for the podcast. <laughs> Stop it. You're going to be my first guest if I actually do that. Please, tarot. Like, we'll do oh some my tarot God. stuff and then we will talk about shitty dates 
Oh my God, this is freaking great. Thank you. I just gave you a business idea. You just said, thank you. That was, I a, love download. So that was a download, my friend. I love that so much. Oh you heard God. it here first, everyone. Okay. So you're all going to slide into your DMs now <laughs> and hold you accountable because <laughs> this is what we need. Oh my God. I love this so anyway, much. Anyway, we can't wait. We're, we're counting down, but back to what you were saying. <laughs> um oh my gosh okay yeah so all that's all that crap happened mm -hmm. so that's a lot of stuff that's when that I was like it was a shit show it was just like all of this these things happen and then the bad dating stuff and I'm just like oh my god like please somebody give me a break just for like mm. you know and and but I had that like whole year so this was like 30 um to just kind of see what was out there and um yeah. And then I met my husband. Wow. Yeah. So when, like, how old were you when you met your husband? Oh God. Okay. Do some math. Let's see. Okay. I met him when I was 30, but like it, I met him in October of that year. So yeah, oh it's not crazy. <laughs> Okay. That is super crazy. I like want to go back and actually look and see the timing of your oh, chart. But what's sick. interesting, you're giving me hope <laughs> <laughs> selfishly. Um, but no, I think it's interesting because Saturn would have been closer to your ascendant at the time. So a lot of what you're saying right now in terms of like that isolation word is really coming up and Saturn in the 12th house does tend to do that. It can look like people who naturally do kind of crave some more time on their own. Um, but it can also look like when we go through that period of Saturn being in the 12th house, needing to be by ourselves in order to restructure our life for something yeah. else. So it kind of sounds like maybe that is something that came up. Um, yeah, definitely wild. So you met your husband and then would you say like things? Cause you're right. That's a lot of like shit to happen in like such a short span. That's like what? Two years, two yeah. three years. Yeah. Well, and you say it, it's like short span. I'm like, all of us who are in it, we're like, can I get out of here? <laughs> like, oh, I remember. I remember it vividly. I'm just yeah. like, I don't want to fucking be in this, whatever this is. And yeah. I didn't know this about astrology yet. Right. And I'm like, oh man, that could have saved me so much. Like, yeah, you know, totally. Okay. So you met your husband and what mm -hmm. starts happening from there? Because like, do things, are things just like starting to get better through, you know, that time on your own or did it take a while? I feel, I feel like it started to get, it was a different, it was a bunch of things. It was like, it was starting to get better when I was on my own. And then I met him. Um, and then I, still knew I still had a lot of work to do on myself oh, okay. so I did that while I was with him instead of like taking that time um and like I was single for a year before I met him but I also said to myself like I don't want anything serious with anyone like if something were to happen that's different but I just wanted that time mm -hmm. to kind of like heal and like you know and yeah and then I I met him um it was actually his birthday on Sunday Oh wow! He, he's a triple cancer. Triple cancer. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Wow! So this yeah. is his new moon, and we're just talking about him. He's stealing the show. Look at he's this. Still, he, he doesn't even know it. 
<laughs> we love it so much. Wow. That's so beautiful. By the way, for those of you who don't know, like obviously there's more to compatibility when it comes to um, relationship. This can be something we talk about on your podcast um, that is yes. to be birthed one day. Um, but when it comes to compatibility, we do want to look at more than just the sun, but that water element, you just said he's a triple cancer. You yeah. have a water rising and a water moon. Yeah. That's really um, supportive. Like that energy is very helpful. So uh, yeah, I love that so much. Yeah. It's yeah. And we met on a dating app. So people, okay. you can meet your. It's out there. Can, it can happen. Yeah. Yeah. It can happen. So, okay. When did you feel like things started to kind of get like a little clearer, I guess? I want to say oh. easier, but I don't know if that's... Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> I, want to, I want to say like 34, mm. 35 is when things started to... There was still stuff that I was, again, still working through and setting boundaries, um, mm. you know, within family and things like that. Um but that's, that's about the time that I, I, I felt like I started to level out more. Like I felt more, a little bit more confident in myself and, you know, confident in my, my relationship and my relationships um, with my friends. There were still some, you know, of the weeding out of people. Mm-hmm. Again, that like outer acquaintance kind of relationships yeah. and that kind of, yeah, that kind of like, <laughs> that kind of kiltered off around 36. And then it was like, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Cause you have a, your Saturn is retrograde. And sometimes I feel like people who have a Saturn retrograde, things can linger a little bit. So it's almost like it, it, it takes a little bit longer for it to kind of like, you know, and, and it is internal. There's a lot of internal. And I love that you keep using the word boundaries because that's Saturn's one of Saturn's favorite words. He's like, you need to learn boundaries, especially as a Pisces moon. Like oh, yeah. Pisces moon does not know boundaries. Pisces doesn't no. have boundaries. It's literally the fish in the ocean. Like it yeah. doesn't have boundaries. It doesn't know boundaries. So it has to learn them. Um, it, it, now, yeah. And I'm, I'm super, when did you start your business? Oh, um, oh my God. Okay. So I don't know if I would, I would count this as starting my business, but starting my Instagram, mm-hmm. um, January of 2019. Okay. Yeah. So, so after your after your Saturn return, but yeah, pre, but pre pandemic. Yeah, pre pandemic. It was like a right around. Was it like I, I don't? I swear to God, I don't remember timelines anymore. I think yeah. I started it in January. Yeah, like everything every year is the same. Um, mm-hmm. January 2019. I think that's when I just started mm-hmm. posting about like decks and you know, crystals or like little things. And then I kind of slowly worked. It was, it was the pandemic really when I kind of, it took off. Interesting. That's so fascinating to me. Do you feel like the things that you went through during your Saturn return, like prepared you for starting your business or um, even just like going into the last few years of, of what we've kind of been going through? Um, Honestly, I, I would say yes. Because, um, like for like the thing, I, again, in the pandemic, I felt, I, I did feel that isolation mm-hmm. and 
you know, the missing people and the not getting to see people. Um, but I also had a lot of time to like be the hermit mm. and do a lot of, a lot of work. Like I did a lot of work mm. during that time on myself. Um, mm. And I, you know, I'm, I'm lucky that I, I was able to do that at that time. And um, also to spend time with my, my husband, because like he always had two jobs. He doesn't now, but he's, he has one, but our schedules are like totally different. And we had that and we had just gotten married in 2019. Oh, there's another thing too. We got married in October of 2019. Yeah. Wow. Oh my gosh. Okay. Wild. So <laughs> how long were you together before you got married? Okay. If I'm doing the math correctly, <laughs> we were together. Well, we were together for five years and then he proposed and then, um, Beautiful. yeah, he proposed. This is a very cancerous, um, am I saying that right? Cancerian. Yeah. <laughs> can't, cancerian. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. He proposed with a ring pop in Central Park. Oh my goodness. That's adorable. I, I love that. I so know. Much. It's so cute. I love it too. Um, yeah. So we were dating for five years and then we got engaged um, the, in the May of 2018. And then we got married in October of 2019. Great timing. Before the shit hit the fan. <laughs> <laughs> so. Wow. You know, yeah. And that's, yeah. That's incredible. I think I, I really love this story for a few reasons because yeah, you said like it was a shit show and also the 12th house can bring up a lot of like our shadows and the darkness, but it also just calls for us to release a lot, which sounds like you were doing, like there was a lot of things that you had to release and surrender and let go of. Yeah. Um, and it, the reason why it does that the 12th house is the last house and then it is like, okay, we're going to set up a new 29 and a half year cycle for you. So whatever you don't want before it, what, what's not coming in this next cycle for you, it's got to go. Yeah. And so and now think, go ahead. Oh, so sorry. <laughs> go. Um, I think the next one, I'm in my fifties or something. Yes. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got some time. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah. And it's interesting because I mean, you know, certain the second Saturn return, I haven't interviewed anyone yet, but they do say that um, certain things can come up again that could be similar. Does that mean it's going to be horrible? No. If you learned your lessons and you did the things that you needed to do first round, it tends to be kind of easier. But with something I something I see that's interesting with some people that I've just witnessed is it's like, oh, if you got married during your first Saturn return, then it's like um, someone in the family, whether they had like kids in the meantime, maybe like a kid ends up getting married and engaged. So there's like certain patterns that can kind of show up again. So it's interesting to look for. But I think the one of the reasons why I love your story so much is that you're just talking about how like you went through these like endings, but then you're also talking about all these new beginnings that kind of transpired quite like quickly afterwards from the sounds of it. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. Cause I, again, I had that, I had my page for a while and I was just like, and I started just pr doing practice reading on, on friends. And then, you know, I'm like, Oh, I'll do like a little, 
mini read and like people would, you know, book it. And um, I first started just doing email readings. I was only doing psychic tarot, um, mediumship just started to pour through. So then I was like, okay, I'm going to do this too. Um, and that's, yeah. And the Akashic records also started to pour through. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to, I think I'm supposed to do this too. Um, yeah, it just kind of, and I'm now I'm doing, uh, I'm, I've been studying on and off, um, to be an end of life doula. So that's something I'm really, I, I'm really, yeah, I think that's going to be like the next thing um, that I'm going to incorporate somehow because I just, so you beautiful. know, thank you. I think, you know, I mean, you can tell us more about the end of life doula a little bit if you want, because I do want to talk more about um, perfect segue into what you do and in your offerings. <laughs> but I have had a few clients recently just through astrology and a few of them have also mentioned end of life doula. And I just find it so beautiful that there are human beings who, you know, appreciate the transition of life. Um, and that's what a death doula is, right? Like obviously not every single person could probably do. I don't know that I could, but can you tell us like a little bit about um, what yeah. like? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, it was just something I, I, I had heard about and I um, read up on it and I was just, I was just sat with it for a while and I was like, okay, I'll sign. And I, I think it, it was some, you know, online college certificate course, like do at your own pace, which I'm okay. finishing it. Yeah. But that was perfect for me. Cause I'm like, okay, so I can like kind of see what it all entails. Um, and I, I feel like because I'm a medium as well, it, it's just was like a no brainer for me. I was just like, I do this anyways. So why not, you know, help like the family of the people and the person. Um, mm. And I, I, I have a few experiences in it, it. Like it wasn't anything I learned, you know, in the classes or anything. It was just like, um, a friend of mine's mother was was passing away and it oh man she was awesome she's so great and um I kind of just went over I said do you want me can do you want me to help her and he's like yeah come she wants to see you come see her so I had gone to see her um and at that point she couldn't talk but she was like lucid and I just kind of walked her to a door and uh told her when you're ready to go there you go there and then she she did about 72 hours later um but yeah it was uh I was just and I'm a super super emotional freaking person like crying all the time um but I I like I cried after I left because like I didn't want to upset my friend at all but I was very proud of myself for holding my shit together um because even though that you know I'm feeling everything everyone in there is feeling and the loss of her because she was someone I I also loved and my friend obviously um it was interesting to me to see how I could put away my own emotions and my needs for like that time like and it's not like 
if you cry, you're making it about you. You're crying because you are connecting to something, but there's like times where you're just like, okay, I have to be like a completely like here and present in this moment for them. Whatever I'm feeling, I will deal with that. It's like pep talking myself in my mind. Mm-hmm. I'll deal with that when I go to my car and listen to a bunch of sad music driving home crying. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But mm-hmm. yeah, so it was, it just, you know, and then my, um, my grandfather had passed away in September mm. of, uh, 20, was it 2020? Um, and it was the same kind of thing. I got to go see him. And th- at that point you could only go by yourselves in the room. So it was just mm. him and I, and he was like in and out of sleep. Um, and you know, I held his hand and I already felt a few people popping in for him. Um, yeah. And I, uh, and that was hard because it was my grandfather, but like, of course, you know, I just, I, I was glad to know that like he knew he wasn't alone. Um, there's an actual, actually a Stephen King book. I talk about this all the time um, or, and there's a movie and it's a great movie at Dr. Sleep. If you haven't seen it yet, it's, mm. it's um, about Danny from the shining as an adult. And I always related to that movie a lot for various reasons if you've seen it um and that's his character in the in the in his later years he's working at an old age home and he's just like a maintenance guy kind of but people start calling him Dr. Sleep because Mm -hmm. he goes into people's rooms and he knows when they're going to pass and he kind of connects with their family and starts talking them through it and I just was like I'm like I do I can do that like that's what I do that so I love this so much. I think the way that you summarized, you know, just yes, you're a medium and you have this connection. You have a Pisces moon, like Pisces moon is so psychic and Scorpio literally rules death and rebirth. It's the transformation. And so the, your ability to kind of bring all of that together and see this like light in the dark is something that I think is really amazing. And I know a lot of Scorpio risings who also have this like very intuitive ability. Um, and just like recognizing the fact that you worked on your boundaries, you know, obviously we're always working on that, but that would have been something that probably, you know, as you move into this role, if you do is going to come up again, like you have to have those boundaries. So anyway, I think it's just so fascinating hearing the, the transitions that we go through in terms of our Saturn return. And then where they might lead on the other side. So thank you for sharing that with us. I think it's really amazing. And um, if you had anything that you could say to anyone who's going through their Saturn return right now, what would you say to them? Oh, wow. Oh, my God. (laughs) Get lots of rest. Drink a lot of water. Don't think because you're young, you don't have to drink water, okay? You know, alcohol does not hydrate. So... (laughs) Wash your makeup off your face. Also, use sunscreen because you don't want to look like a raisin. <laughs> so those are legit. Like those are, those are so good. <laughs> Drink water. <laughs> Wash your face. Take your makeup off. Get some rest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sunscreen. Yeah. Wear sunscreen. Wear a hat yeah. as well. The basics. Um, I love it. I 
you know, but <laughs> yes, I would give that advice, but I would also um, have time for yourself. Mm. Um, you know, I, when you're that age, you feel like, oh my God, I'm running out of time. I used to be like that. I'm running out of time. I'm getting old. I'm getting old. I'm getting old and I'm not doing this and I'm not doing this. And it's just like to save yourself the grief, you're going to figure it out. Mm. Um so just be gentle with yourself and stay as grounded as possible. That's, get outside more. Get outside more. That. Get outside yeah. more. That's such good advice. I love that. Thank so you. Much. Um, okay. Where can people find you? And do you have any offerings or anything that you want to share? Thank you. Um, yes, people can find me uh, on Instagram. Um, I got five on it. Tarot. I will not message you for reading and yes. say, beloved, I am attracted to your energy. No, I will not do that. So if you get a message from an account that's asking, that has my face, that's not me. Um, but that's where you can find me. Um, I, I am currently, um, so I've kept my books opened for, for my um, beyond, um, what lies beyond my mentorship. It's three months long. It's, you know, one-to-one psychic development through shadow work, because I feel like both are very important um, to like, you know, coincide with each other. And, and, and they are both, I feel like they're both really deeply connected because the more you like learn to trust yourself, the more open you are to connect to those mm. abilities that you already have, because everyone has a capability to do it. Um, and yeah, so that I have that going on. So that's open now. So I have a free console call. If anyone wants to, you know, check it out. I have some videos on Instagram as well, where you can kind of see what I do. Amazing. And uh, what else do I, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I talk a lot. Um, and then, I, <laughs> see, that's the Aries. And then I have, <laughs> um, I have a self-study coming out in July because um, there's a trine. <laughs> see I do <laughs> that's that's why I'm launching it then and then um I have a membership program uh, called seasons of the witch which is more witchy based and every week every month we're going to do something different and have guest speakers and rituals and all kinds of stuff that's so beautiful love that so much I Thank love you. all the witchy vibes so I'm here for it <laughs> Um, amazing. I will link all of your things below. Um, so yeah, you guys can go and say hello and say, and, and, you know, share your love, uh, maybe do more of the push towards that business idea that we talked about earlier. (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not kidding you. I'm going, I'm swear to you. And that is the greatest idea ever <laughs> talking about you're going to I'm telling you you're going to be my first guest on it because okay, yeah. I've been wanting to start a podcast but I'm like what am I going to call it this <laughs> sounds lame like I can't fucking think of anything so thank you there it is we just needed this conversation for that download to come through. I'm serious yeah oh love it so much well thank you so much for being on the podcast I always like hearing people's stories I know other people do too it's super helpful And um, yeah, that's all from us today. So don't forget, everybody, go live your dreams. And Saturn is always listening. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Hey, guys, if you liked what you heard here today, definitely give me a rating and review. 
and you know come over to instagram and help help me get to know you more and come hang out over there and let me know what you're curious about when it comes to saturn returns astrology and all the things don't forget if you want to book a reading with me those are always available and you can find those over on my instagram page or in the show notes and as always i want you to remember to go live your dreams okay see you when i see ya bye